Hey, it's Steve Cochran, and as we get into the holiday season here, I just hope that you are doing well in this goofy year, and this too shall pass. It'll be over soon. Not soon enough, but uh, soon. How's that? Do you feel better? I thought you might. You know what I think it's time for? I think it's time for a reset. Sometimes you just need to reboot, to reset, to get things kind of clear on where we go from here, and I think that time is now. So maybe it's about expectations. Let's reset some expectations, starting with Donald Trump. There's been nothing in these past four-plus years that would indicate that Donald Trump would do the right thing now. Sure, it's shocking, and it's stupid, and it's embarrassing that he's not doing the right thing, that he continues to trash the voting system uh, that we have in this country, the free and fair vote that's the foundation that not only got him elected, but that fairly elected Joe Biden. None of the court cases have been able to uh, proceed because they're all nonsense. So uh, you're not going to be able to convince anybody that believes all of the bullshit that comes out of uh, Trump world. But for your own sake, just know, not expecting Trump to do the right thing is probably a lot better for your health than being shocked again by what a jerk he can be. So let's reset some Trump expectations. Let's expect that he's going to do more stupid things between now and January 20th. Sure, we could be surprised, but let's not even for a minute have a remote hope that Donald Trump is going to somehow see the light after 70 years. I'm thinking he started when he was about four. He was probably a little jerk, too. That after 70 years, he's suddenly going to be a good guy. It's not going to happen. He gets up in the morning, he thinks about Donald Trump, he goes to bed at night, he's still thinking about Donald Trump first and foremost. It was never about America, and it's not going to be about America now. But there'll be plenty more to be said about that. Which brings me to the Democrats. Uh, You know my premise, if you've listened to me on the radio, if you've listened to this podcast with regularity, and thanks for that, you know how I feel about this. The far right and the far left are the problem, not the solution. And the Democrats already... Many, many, many weeks before Joe Biden is sworn in as president are doing what Democrats do. They create a circular firing squad. And uh, that's not my term. That's a term Democrats use about themselves. And now they're all starting to complain about where's mine? What about me? The progressives on the far left are mad. They don't think Joe Biden is tough enough. They don't think he's going to fight hard enough. They don't like his cabinet picks his selections of his team so far, uh, give me a freaking break. Again, January 20th, he takes office. He's already done what felt like at one point the impossible, and that's getting Donald Trump out of all of our lives for the greater good of America. Is he going to be a great president? Well, I personally think he's got a heck of a chance, but we don't know. But here's what we do know. Attacking Biden now is so self-destructive It's as stupid as anything Team Trump is doing. So pull yourself together, Democrats. Pull yourself together. Joe Biden is going to be what he said he would be. How about that? Consistency. He's going to be a president of the United States of America, not a president of the Democrats. And you know what? He shouldn't be president of the Democrats. He should be the president of the United States. That's the only way we go forward. That's the only way we get anything done. And by the way, good for him. Oh, and one other thing about Biden. Just the other day, Biden was playing with his dog in Rehoboth Beach in uh, Delaware, and he apparently slipped, and he has a hairline fracture in his foot. Ten minutes later, 
I saw folks in my media going crazy, going, well, is this uh, something that we already need to be concerned about? After all, he is 78. He slipped and fell playing with his dog. It happens. It's a human thing to do. So let's just hold off on the uh, Joe Biden is old commentary, because here's a bulletin. We already knew that. We'll find out if he's good for the long haul. But in the meantime, get off his back. By the way, the cabinet pick thing kind of stuck in my craw in one area in particular. Rahm Emanuel, the former mayor of Chicago, is being talked about as a transportation secretary. And the transportation secretary, not so glamorous a position, especially for a guy that's so high profile, a guy that was uh, in uh, Clinton's White House and Obama's chief of staff and in Congress and uh, the two-time mayor of the great city of Chicago. So what would he be good at in regards to transportation secretary? Why would he do that? Well, here's why. He's a little pain in the ass, and he's a great negotiator. And he can negotiate with Congress, an institution he knows well because he was there on both sides of the argument, and he can go in and figure out a way to get the infrastructure bill finally done which will literally create millions of jobs. After all, Jeff Bezos and Amazon shouldn't have to hire everybody. That's what makes Rahm Emanuel so valuable. You don't have to care about his political future. You don't have to care about anybody's political future. But I care about having the right people in the right jobs. And if Rahm Emanuel wants to be transportation secretary, and he and Biden want to use him to get an infrastructure bill done, I say hallelujah. Now, did he make mistakes as Chicago mayor? Of course he did. But because of his tough guy reputation and the fact that he's not easy to get along with, he made a lot of enemies. But in the process, I can tell you, the city of Chicago has had tremendous success. There's new development in areas of Chicago that were left for dead. And for everybody that wants to go, well, you still have the violence. Yes, you do. You absolutely do. You still have it under Lori Lightfoot. You had it under Mayor Daly. It's not so easy just to flip that switch. I'm not defending Rahm Emanuel that, that he was uh, the be-all and end-all and that everything he did was perfect. Far from it. But he would be great at getting an infrastructure bill done. We need it, and that's why we need Biden to pick people who can get it done. So instead of screaming about Rahm Emanuel and screaming about Laquan McDonald and screaming about, here you go, Joe Biden's already blowing it, Take a breath, Democrats. Break up that circular firing squad. Support the incoming administration. They're not going to do everything you want them to do. Because, let's review, you can't always get what you want. What else is happening? You know, uh, the sports world is kind of upside down as well. And we know why. Because 2020. Uh, the National Football League had a situation uh, just the other day where the Denver Broncos had four quarterbacks all declared ineligible because of COVID. So I'm declaring the Athlete of the Week to be uh, taxi squad, practice squad, uh, team wide receiver, Kendall Hinton. I think he's 23 years old. He played a little quarterback in college. He's a wide receiver now. He came up and had to play quarterback. I think he was one of five in the game which is pretty impressive. And also it was impressive that he wasn't killed, but that's where we are. And the NFL is in much better shape and trying to finish their schedule and get into the playoffs. than college football, college football has major 
college programs in your power conferences who are playing different numbers of games and might not be able to finish to find out if they're going to be able to proceed to bowl season or not. There's no minimum standard for bowl eligibility now, so you're going to see teams that get in anyway. But in the end, is it worth all of this, and how meaningful is it going to be? Meantime, they're trying to get the college basketball season cranked up. You know, there's going to be some issues there. Uh, The NBA is in practice mode now. They're going to have, I think, two to four exhibition games per team before they start the season. I think it's right around Christmas time. The National Hockey League, they want to get going January 1st. They've wanted that for a while. But now they're changing up the collective bargaining agreement they have with the players. And the players are going, wait, hold on a second. What do you mean? The players have agreed to a 10% pay deferral, meaning they'll get the money sometime down the road. But instead, the owners want to revisit that. And now they want a 25%. That's a big chunk. 25% pay deferral. I know they're all rich. But still, take 25% out of anybody's salary. It's a big deal. So the players may not agree with it. And now I would say it's a long shot that the National Hockey League season will start on January 1st. Uh, By the way, without starting uh, uh, January 1st, really starting anytime, um, the Canadian teams in particular may not be able to make it. I mean, you're looking at actual chances of teams folding because unless you can have fans in the buildings, the smaller market NHL teams are not going to be able to pay the bills. Could happen in the NBA as well. So it's something to keep your eye on. Meanwhile, the Premier League, the world's most important professional soccer league, is going to start to slowly invite fans back in. It is possible. It's not all going to be fixed by a vaccination, but it will be a step in the right direction. But we all need to behave and do the right thing. Let me ask you something. How well have we been doing at that? Yeah, not so great. So how about we reset our expectations on COVID? Here's what I expect and what you should expect from me. I don't have a medical degree. I'm not a doctor, but I believe in doctors. I believe they exist. I believe that they can help us. I believe in science. I believe in the science we've seen and the science we know that over the past nine months, we've accumulated a certain base of knowledge on COVID that allows us to better protect ourselves. So what can we do as individuals? The same thing you've been told since last March, whether it's by Dr. Kevin Most from Northwestern and CDH Hospital here, um, whether it's Dr. Fauci, whether it's anybody in between. And that is social distance. It's the absolute number one thing you can do is to stay away from people who are not in your particular bubble. Now we just got through Thanksgiving you just have to hope that there's not going to be a tremendous spike in the COVID numbers and more people getting sick and frankly, more people dying. It's hard to imagine there won't be because at least 6 million people flew. Uh, Who knows how many people drove. Um, People are tired, tired of not being with their loved ones. I get it. I'm tired of living like this as well, but it isn't over until the fat lady gets her vaccine. The vaccines, by the way, are closer than ever whether it's Moderna or Pfizer or whomever, AstraZeneca, all of them are getting closer. But they're going to go, and rightfully so, to the frontline healthcare workers first, and they'll eventually work their way back to those of us who have been able to stay healthy. So please, do the right thing. I can't tell you how to live your life. 
if you're listening to this, you're a grown-up. But tell me what part of logic tells you that not social distancing or wearing a mask is going to help. These numbers aren't made up. This isn't some get Donald Trump fantasy that he likes to have. It's happened all over the world. It's happened to Republicans and Democrats and independents. It's happened to Italians. It's happened to the French. It's happened to the Brits. It's happened to the Germans. It's happened to the Japanese. It's happened to the Chinese. It's happened everywhere. So for that reason, it's more important than ever to listen to science and to help science work together to make this better. It's all about expectations. And you can expect that I will do the right thing to the best of my ability. And I expect the same of you. So please, for the people you love, do the right thing when it comes to COVID. And for yourself, just adjust your expectations. Let's review. Trump's a jerk. He's not going to change. Biden's got a shot at being a great president, but he's going to need help. The Democrats usually ruin it for themselves. It's way too early to start ruining it now. Grow up. And COVID-19 is nothing to be messed with. So don't start now. Managing your expectations. That's my simple request as we continue on Live from My Office. Live from my office, presented by Team Hockberg, your trusted local lender. Look, David Hockberg is loud. Uh, David Hockberg is, is emotional. David Hockberg has a passion for helping you and helping me. How do I know that? Because he did. Uh, we did uh, a home equity loan on our home, and uh, he did the home equity loan because I trust him. You know, that's the thing. Uh, all those years on the radio, I wasn't just talking about products. I was talking about products I spent money on or that I put faith in people on. And there's nobody I have more faith in than David Hochberg. I recommended that my daughter work with David Hochberg. He did. He got her her mortgage for her first home. And she's thrilled and had a great experience. My sister just did her second home uh, refi with David Hochberg. Look, he's good and so is his team. Um, and it's important that you know that you need somebody more knowledgeable, but also somebody that actually really cares about your outcome. And the local loan officer at the bank, I'm sure he's a swell guy, but that's not the same deal. Nor is uh, Bob's House of Mortgages down the road. You need somebody that's the best in the business, and that's David Hochberg. Call him up at 855-56-DAVID. Go to 56david.com. You can refinance to pay off debt. You can do a reverse mortgage and find out all about reverse mortgages. Who are you going to call? Tom Selleck at his house? He's memorizing a script. He doesn't know what he's talking about, and he's bigger than I am, and he could probably still kill me with his bare hands, so don't tell him I said that. It's Team Hochberg, David Hochberg. I trust him. You can, too. Uh, whether you're purchasing a new home or just need help figuring out your money, you need Team Hochberg and David Hochberg. Let me give you the contact again. It's 855-56-DAVID or 56david.com. 30 years plus on the airwaves. You have turned your dial to me. Now you're tuned into my podcast. It's live from my office, Steve. From Ithaca, New York, to Carolina South, W. Cochran, Steve. From Minneapolis, and then Chicago twice, top-rated shows achieved. Sit back, relax, and now listen to my show, when or wherever you are, cause 
you're on the go. A-list celebs with some laughs and great info. Live from my office, the Steve Cochran Podcast Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. No better place to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Subscribe and like for free. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live from my office, Steve. So glad you're with me. It's live from my office, Steve. Thank you for listening to Live from My Office, a service of Monkey Run Productions. All rights reserved. The podcast is hosted by Steve Cochran, and it's mixed, edited, and produced by me, Ross Cochran. Support the show by subscribing wherever you're listening and by telling your friends about it. Follow Steve on all social media channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And make sure you check out this episode's show notes for relevant information discussed during the conversations. You can also email the show directly at thecochranshow at gmail.com with any questions or comments and that's the best place to tell us about your favorite nonprofit so we can make sure we mention them on the next episode steve is available for corporate speaking gigs he would love to MC your event and occasionally he's funny thank you for listening head to cochranshow.com for more